Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Jared Brandon. Jared Brandon. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like that pause. Yeah, he was trying to think. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. What, uh, where am I? What's the thing? Yes. Yeah. How did in you the know? studio. How did you it's know? Jared, Jared, in the Jared in the studio. I'm here. I, I floated all the way up from Tennessee today. It was rain the whole whole way. It's crazy. So. Hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Novice Podcast. We're thrilled <laughs> to death. You are listening <laughs> to our <laughs> podcast. That's right. Six years strong. Six years and growing. Holy macaroni! And That's you right. and um, what's that in human we, years? Uh, six years, actually. <laughs> six years. It's odd. They line up perfectly <laughs> like with each dog other. Years? Um, and uh, largely, largely as a result of the support we get. And speaking of that support, uh, who do we have on the line right now? My name is Adam Johnson, uh, Grand Poobah. Indeed. Grand Poobah. Yes. Is you? Do you have a, a fez upon your head? Um, unfortunately, I don't. My son stole it and will not let me get it back. Uh, that's okay. As that's long as he's running around the playground with it, that's fine. Yeah, that's right. He okay. wears that thing every day. Loves it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he He's in a playground. Somebody tries to take it and he's like, listen, Sully, I'll stab you deep and frequent. Get away from my fez. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to the guitar naps right now. I, I don't know where that came from. I just got a picture in my head. <laughs> it wasn't that funny, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, oh, Jared is I'm not easily amused. amused. I am, though. That's, yeah, Todd that's is. Lucky for that's me. And me, too. I'm usually <laughs> All right. easily amused. So, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Um, as you can see, ladies and gentlemen, um, as a Grand Poobah, he is not actually poisoned by the orange food or the mysterious orange liquid floating in the jacuzzi at the top of the penthouse suite. Um and uh, and so you should join him up there. This is essentially what we're saying. Yeah, Adam. Well, before we go any further, uh, where can, where can people see what you're doing in your guitar world? Uh, if you'd like to share that on Instagram, yeah, no problem. Um, Instagram handle would be Foster Doom. Um, nothing really too updated on it, but uh, plan on starting uh, adding a few more things. Good, add them. All right. Well. We mentioned uh, that he's a poobah, and uh, Tony, would you mind just kind of briefly sharing what that means to those that may not know? He gets all the stuff and more. Without, right. Yeah, without the, like, the full sales pitch. Okay, but, without you know. the full sales pitch. Yeah. Well, you know, he, gets, he helps make this show possible. That is true. He is a sponsor, a patron. A patron on of Patreon. Of the arts. At the highest at level the, that we have. The, yeah, so far. Yeah, so far. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe do we do we need to have a like a a, a suite in Dubai? That <laughs> well, we might. Yes, the, yes. the prince's suite. Yes. Uh, anyways, but I no, I mean going. it's I mean it's 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 folks like him and even our other executive producers Absolutely. that really Everybody. help offset Keep the, the expenses of doing yeah. a podcast. Yes, this isn't free, folks. Well, it is to them. Well, to you it is, yes. but not to us. Not to us. But uh, that's okay. We'd, we'd, we'd do it anyways. Probably. I do do it anyways. I do do it. I, I do do. Do do. It's always funny. <laughs> always funny. All right. Hey, uh, we've got, got a, fantastic a fantastic show, show because we got lots of things to talk about, about our favorite subject, which is guitar gear and all right. kinds of that business. Absolutely. What do we do on this show? And, and Adam might stay for know. the whole show. He might. If we're lucky. Is he still there? You think so? I'm going to try. 
so let's see here. We need to thank a few people. Road. That's right. Uh, a big giant yeah. shout out to Nick Stillman down at Road. Uh, our liaison. Liaison. At, uh, at Road, helping us out with all the great stuff. Um, fantastic equipment. We've said it before. We'll say it again. We'll keep saying it. And the cool thing is they're coming out with all kinds of great stuff that helps musicians in general this isn't just about the podcast unit we have or the mics yeah. we have there's they make they are really getting deeper into like content creator world for sure and if you're interested in that in any way shape or form and even just you know recording yourself they are the people to uh help you with that as far as equipment goes so thank you to road for doing that um also want to do a uh quick Shout out to our friends at Pedals for Ukraine. Um, we have been talking about them for the last couple of shows. We had um, Esther Lee on and, and Zach from Malays, um, who are both contributors to that. Uh, we would encourage you to go over to Pedals for Ukraine on Instagram, bid on one of the you know uni unique uh, and often one of a kind, one time ever done type pedals, minimal runs, and um, all that kind of stuff. Tony, you got one of those, yep. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, I got one of John Esterly's. Uh, he, he did a special run of cyborgs. That's correct. Uh, which were done in the Ukrainian flag colors. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, there's some great deals. I, I actually perused that the other day just to see what kind of cool stuff yeah, is there. Yeah, there's, there's always new stuff. There's new builders being added. And the great thing is that these uh, those funds go directly to uh, the three. They've, they've chosen three uh, charities. The World Central Kitchen. Excellent. USA for UN Relief Agency. Excellent. And Doctors Without Borders. So you will be helping people. Yes. That's, that's a big thing, and you're going to get a great pedal out of it and supporting our local builder community. Yep. All right. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, and uh, I also wanted to share, a, this was a pretty interesting email. Uh, I got this from Gregory Randall. You are always the highlight of my week. That's a great way to start Yay! out a mail. Yeah. And so glad I can be a small part of this community. Uh, Gregory is a, an, executive, uh, an executive producer. Yes. I can say that nice. once. Yeah. Uh, main gear of choice would be my custom shop Thinline Telecaster mm -hmm. in a slightly relicked Daphne Blue. Ooh. Is that a 72? Daphne is such a beautiful name. Yeah. Like, 72 honestly, or a 69? If you're having, looks, a, if you're having a baby continue. girl, you should name him Daphne. Daphne, yeah. <laughs> Did, did we determine if it's a 69 or a 72? It didn't. It goes through a JHS double barrel hmm. uh, drive, uh, a Boss Wazacraft Dimension C. Jared used to have one of those. I have. I still have it. You still have it? And a Keeley Omni Reverb into my trusty orange Tremlord combo amp. Hmm. I've been listening uh, since the middle of 2021. Can't remember how I first heard about you, but uh, I wanted to support you all because I appreciate your positivity the great information, and because I hope my small contribution would encourage you all and help the podcast keep going. Well, it does, and Absolutely. we thank you. Yes. Thank you uh, to the crew for the abundance of awesomeness and fun. Oh, and I really love the 101s. I've gone back to listen to them all, and the newest one on Gretsch is really well done. Also, please say hi to Adam John. What? How did he know? It was not. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would, though. Yeah, you guys Tricky. hang out and talk. Um, all right, I'm done. Peace on the journey together, Gregory. Thank you, Gregory, for sending yeah. that in. We appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. 
always nice to share a little bit of goodness in this uh, sometimes dark world. That's right. Hmm. All right. We need to talk about what's going on in music worlds this week. Woo-hoo. We're going to start off with Tanya. Blanet. And then we're going to talk to Adam. Okay. All right. And then we'll continue with the rest of us. All right. Go ahead. So, Tony. Todd. I'm going to recommend that everybody, uh, I think it's available online, but I was, I was reading my Smithsonian magazine this month. Of course you were. Yes. And with my pipe in my leather chair. Yes. Right next to the dusty old stack of popular mechanics. <laughs> oh, I love popular fire. mechanics. <laughs> And there's a there's an outstanding article uh, on um, this tree that was in Belize. This is riveting, and it's called the tree. It's known as the tree. It's actually known as L tree. No, it's called the tree in the world of. <laughs> it's a giant mahogany tree. Yes, it was a giant mahogany tree. Now it's a lot of guitars. Well, it was logged. In the 1980s, I believe, uh-huh. they cut this thing down. I mean, it had... Th- they could They could tell, well, because that's it's what rotted. they did in the night. No, oh. because They're they were allowed jerks. to. They didn't oh, they were have, allowed to. Yeah, at the time. Okay. And it was probably the tallest tree in, in this forest. And it was it had a kind of a spirally kind of bark. So the assumption was that there would be some kind of grain, you know... Mutant grain, right? Under in, when you cut and, the and actual wood. Well, actually, it was. Oh my! So they cut this. I've got thing. the story all wrong so far. They cut this thing down, <laughs> and um, instead of it falling where they thought it was going to fall, it falls down into a ravine. Oh boy! Now we're talking. This thing is like twelve foot around at the base. Yes. It probably over a hundred feet tall. Yes. Jeez. It falls into this ravine. They can't figure out how to get it out. Because it's so big. So it sits there yeah. for probably 12, 18 years. Oh. Um, so now it's been element tested. Well, I guess you could say that. So uh, there was a gentleman by the name of Robert Novak who uh, was a, uh, specialized in yeah. uh, exotic woods. Yeah, I know him. Uh, I know you do. Your uncle. <laughs> He actually went down to Belize, and, I mean, it was like finding a needle in a haystack, because it, it was, there, was, there was this legend of this giant tree that was chopped down. Or a tree just, in a forest. I mean, yes. either, either way. And nobody heard it fall when the tree falls in the right. forest. <laughs> Does anybody hear? Um, and after searching the forest, he actually you found... You took all that time to figure out the word searching? That's... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. See how he is? I bet. This is this is what we have to it's put up with, folks. Story I, I, anyhow, he finds this giant tree trunk. Nice. Wood. And he spent the next couple of years figuring out how he's going to get it out of there and how to mill it and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And he uh, found out, basically uh, worked with another gentleman, and they figured out a way that if they cut it into 15-foot lengths and then split it in half... They could haul each one of those partial tree Jeez. trunks out. Can you imagine? The I mean, you, ha- you have that. to think. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why they couldn't get the, the get it out the first time because right. yeah. it weighed a freaking ton. Yeah. Um, 
So this wood was, uh, so they finally got it all out. They milled it. They had to go to the special steam-powered mill that was in Belize that was the only mill that could actually cut it into, into lengths. And I think they ended up with something like 12,000 board feet. Wow. Which is a ton of wood. A, a board foot is a 12-inch by 12-inch by 1-inch thick. It's several wow. tons, but... Well, it's a board foot. In the in the world of guitar building, we refer to sure, yeah, wood as board it. feet. Yeah. And um, so this wood made its way back uh, into the West Coast as well as into Miami. When and did this happen? This was. Uh, it would have been probably in the in the nineties, I guess, hmm. maybe early two thousands. And since then, it has been turned into some incredible, incredible instruments. I mean, most of the instruments. I mean, there's a couple of, of luthiers that have put them together, and they they charge you know between twenty five and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! But everyone, I mean, Slash has one. Uh, there's a couple of others, but if you look at, I'm showing Todd a picture. Wow! Of, of the of the wood, this mahogany. I mean, it's it's like three dimensional. It's a yeah. dream, man. It's like a mega flame maple, except it's mahogany. Yeah, and they were. I mean, they sold it off at, at an incredible profit. I mean, the they were charging, I think, twenty nine dollars a board foot at the time, which normal wood was going for about three dollars, and people were paying for it. And sure, I mean, there's Adam. You would have paid for that, right? I'd buy a piece. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's. I mean. It, you have to go go to the Smithsonian site and look it up. I mean, these photos are just unreal. And there's a, there are a couple of profiles on on some of the builders that are still using this stuff, but it's incredibly expensive to do. But you know, everyone says that it has you know this magic sonic property. Of course, they better do. for that much money. Well, I think so. Magic I mean, I, I and I think it it kind of lends itself that you know sometimes our eyes sometimes affect what we hear. Mm. It's but the, I'm sure it's, it's the story of the tree that yeah. gives it the sound. But, you know, the tree, you know, what causes figuring like that is it is a diseased tree. Mm. Um, so it has some sort of infection or whatever, and that's what causes this crazy wood grain. Wow. But I, it's, it's just an, it's a really interesting article. I think anybody that's interested in, in guitar building uh, would, would, would really find a, a lot of interesting things. So, What's the uh, date? This is in the, uh, what is this one? This is the Smithsonian April, Magazine. Smithsonian Magazine, April, April May, May. Uh, 2022. Okay. And so you, you can probably find that online in some manner. I think Smithsonian does publish all their articles Unless you online. want to borrow Tony's. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> all right. That was mildly fascinating. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> Uh, thanks for the no, self always better than everybody else's so i can say that <laughs> adam what's going on in your music world man all right you guys are sitting down right we you are for I this? Am. okay so i just officially changed guitar picks whoa found a new one that i like what and, is it and i'm sticking to it pray tell tell us tell us tell us so usually use uh the tortex um Orange? Uh, the yellow one, the .73. Oh, I like the orange ones. So. <laughs> it's, it doesn't matter. It's his pick. <laughs> I like orange, too. <laughs> well, well, this has some orange on it, the, the one I changed, too, so you might be happy. It's still uh, a Tortex. Um, it's the .60, the flex. That mm. is the triangle, the bigger triangle oh, size. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So I, I feel that I've actually found it this week, tried it out, and for some reason it 
just totally stuck. I love it. So, so what what do you think the bigger pick does for you? I mean, do you feel like it gives you a little more control on when you're doing notes or strumming or what? Well, I feel like I have, yeah, I guess you could say more control. Um, instead of the pick kind of like spinning around a little bit in my hand, if I'm not gripping it really tight, depending on what I'm playing, I just feel like I have more options with the triangle. Mm-hmm. So I have more grip space. Okay. Yeah, I know. Some I have friends that swear by jazz picks, you know, the little teeny tiny ones. I can't use those things for anything. I don't, you know, they, they love them, but I, I can't use them. Yeah, I tried. They don't work for me. Well, that's cool. Are you um, now? Are you holding your pick like in the up, kind of like upish, like Vernon Reed did? Yeah, I think I'm holding a pretty, I guess, pretty standard. Pretty standard. Yeah. Interesting. Point point towards. I've the tried. To, I've tried to use those the bigger ones, and man, I just that was, I I can't. It, uh, it didn't. St- it didn't work for me. But it seemed to it seemed to go for you. You were like, "Hey, yeah, this is great." What was I doing all yeah, this time? Yeah, it was exactly. Yeah, I've been playing the other ones for years. Wow! I just randomly tried this one. I was like, "Wow!" Changed right. it for me. So, did you go and order like a big box of them or something? I uh, just a, a standard pack. We'll see. Uh, see how long they last. Yeah, gotcha. Well, that's cool. That's a fun little thing. Uh, Jared, about yourself? Oh man, buckle up. So. I finally, You're already sitting down. What more do you want from us? You got to buckle up. So I uh, finally got out a bunch of music equipment in my um, music room at the new home in Tennessee, and I um, I got out the old uh, Mutron biphase and I hooked it all up. I had a couple of amps, so I did the old left and right thing, and I noticed that both the generators. Um, which generate the phasing, the uh, pots are not working right. They're all weird. And and the one was doing that before, but I noticed both. So I said, oh, man, dang it, I finally need to take this thing apart. So there's a bar in this room, and there's a light above the bar, and and all the other lights are on except for this light above the bar. And it's an, it's a little can light up into the... What do you call that one? Ceiling. It's, it's a ceiling. Recess light. It's a recess light in a little can. Yes. And uh, so I changed the bulb, and it didn't work. What didn't work? The, the, light, the bulb? light bulb. So, so I'm like, on it. This is my new home. I got to fix it. It's got to be right. So I get a chair, and I stand up, and I try to change it again. With Where another, did you find a chair that you can stand up it's on? It's a stool, actually. <laughs> and and it, it did crack, he by the way. He tied one to each foot. I, 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 pretty much and the seat was cracking too because i'm a big boy so i changed the light again and again it didn't work this. so i took the light bulb out shut the lights off and i i took it all apart so i had this can hanging from the wire from the ceiling and i'm just inspecting it and i'm like well everything's hooked up all the wires and everything and i saw this little fusey thing outside of the can and I take that apart, and it broke, and it came unsoldered. I was so mad, and I had to get my soldering iron and put it all back together, and I'm sweating. While you're on a stool? While, yeah, I'm sweating because I'm in this funny position, right, because uh, the ceiling is on an angle. And, and uh, I finally get ready to put it, put it together, and I turn the switch, and it doesn't work again. 
And I'm so upset. And the screws are falling down on the bar onto the carpet and they're missing. It's just a nightmare. So angry. Sweating. <laughs> My shirt's all wet. I'm just, oh, I just, I can't get this. Well, it's hard to eat chicken while you're fixing light, this. That's the problem. It, the light won't work over the bar. I can't fix my biface. So I noticed that there was my Wait, old, wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. I noticed there was a Brandon Wallen sign against the wall, and I moved it, and there was a light switch for that light. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time there was a damn light switch for the light, and I, and it worked the whole time. And I had it all apart, and it's still not put together right. And I still have not even opened up so, my So you ruined the light. I didn't. I just have to – I put it in backwards so the light won't point back down to the bar because it's on an angle on the ceiling. So, yeah, I haven't even opened that thing up to I, – I think I'm going to have to replace the pots in that. In the light? In the um, – By phase. By phase, yeah. yeah. That's not going to be easy. Hmm. Huh. So there you go. <laughs> that is a story. It is, and it's true. Uh, Todd, Very frustrating. How about you? I don't. Yeah. I don't know how I can. Can you top that? that? Up. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure I cannot. Uh, I can. In fact, I have something here uh, to do that with. This is. I'm holding something up right now. It is a. This is okay. I I, I had a little bit of credit on reverb. And I just went into snooping and browsing around, and there, uh, there's this maker that I've seen on there for years. Uh, and I might be saying it wrong, but it's uh, Donjomac. Or it's like D-O-N-G-E-O-M-A-C. I don't know why what Donjomac means. Isn't that that's this ties in with with Jared's thing because isn't that just an electric junction it, box? Well, it is an electric junk, junction box, and so he has, he puts his pedals in like boxes that you can go buy at like Home Depot and stuff. Uh, I mean, I've, I'm assuming that's where he is. Pretty heavy duty. Like this is this yeah, that's like bent steel. That's yeah. that's not nothing is gonna do. Uh, no harm will come to that. You could probably throw it off a building and nothing's going to happen to that thing. Anyways, for whatever reason, I've seen these for the for ages and ages. And he just does like a one-off like the paint scheme thing, and he does a lot of um famed circuits in here. And this one is uh the is his version of the Color Sound Jumbo Tone Bender. Ooh. So I was like, yeah, why not? It's like 70 bucks. Hmm. So and I had the credit covered, so I was like, eh. "How's yeah. it sound?" It's, I mean, it sounds cool, hmm. it, it, and it's not, it's not all like, it's not all messed up or anything. It's like, click it on, it sounds what it's supposed to sound like. Well, that's what you can. I would like um, to add one more thing to my one more note to mine about that biphase. Even though the, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna go back to that because I, I want to plug one of our past guests. Um, the uh... so, anyways, I really like this pedal. <laughs> forgot his <laughs> forgot his name. What's that pedal? The the, the one the one that I have to have at the end of the chain. The what? The uh, the P two the. Uh, what is, what pedal is that? I don't know, but this is um, nothing care. short of. I don't of care about that. Amazing I'm trying to right think now. of what I had. That. Yeah. Well. Anyways. 
so you, if you go to Reverb, you can check these out. They, they, he does all kinds of new ones, and he copies. You know, he's like, "Hey, this is a version on the MK2, you know, or uh, yeah, the Super Fuzzer." But you know, I mean, he's done all kinds of different ones, and they're all in these little junction boxes, and they're all sub a hundred bucks. And nice. it's it's pretty cool because it's like hand painted. They're one off. Um, this one is black with yellow spray spreckle paint all over it yeah it's kind of fun antiquey kind of thing anyways just erase that crap that i said it's i can't we talked over it all right hey everybody let's uh find out what is uh next which is your music world this week no we already did that (laughs) we already did that um we're gonna we're gonna be heading over to something really really cool my friend uh you have been a long time listener of the show and you've been privy to all the cool gear that we talk about i'm willing to bet that you are one of the smart cats out there that has uh, maybe dipped his toe into the world of tour gear patch cables. Is this true? It is true. I've definitely dipped my toe in that water. Nice water. (laughs) (laughs) I love that dirty water. Yeah, so what do you think? Give us your review on them real quick. Oh, they're great. I mean, they they save you so much space on your board. Um, The quality is awesome. Nice. You don't have to worry about uh, both those things falling apart. They're great. Yeah, yeah, I don't think you get any arguments from any of us. I mean, that's that's the one thing. In addition to space saving, you know, they're I think they're extremely affordable. Uh, yeah, and I understand that if there's a certain code that you can put in, Todd. Yes, there is a certain code to save even more money. Indeed, and that is. Do you, don't you guys remember? You should know it by heart I by think now. You it's, just called, type in it's just the guitar knobs. The guitar knobs, all, all lowercase, all one word. Save you 10%. That's right. And uh, Adam, did they arrive quickly? Yeah, super fast, actually. Were they packed nice? Were they all signed? They were. Yeah, they lovely. Were. There you go. All right, go get yourself some in all kinds of shapes and, and uh, configurations. It's fantastic stuff. Thank you so much to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Jared. Jared. Yeah. Do it. No. Jared. Do it. I'm still trying to remember the name of that pedal. Yeah, don't do that. Just do this. No. Yeah, you got to. Adam's waiting for it. I don't want to do this. He paid for it. He's waiting. He's Can't you see him? He's sweating bullets. He's like, if he doesn't say this, I'm leaving. Better you can do it. You can do it. Come on, Jared. Get a little bit of this. All right, we'll take it. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Adam Johnson, Grand Poobah. That's right. Please share your four on the floor with us. All righty. So my first pedal for four on the floor is going to be a Keeley Fuzzbender. Ooh, the the white and uh, orange one, yes. Yeah, yeah, I love that thing. So I think the best thing about it is the EQ and the bias control. So you have a lot of options for your fuzz tone. You can totally get it completely Velcro-y if you want mm-hmm. by cranking that bias, or you can turn that down um, and get kind of a lighter fuzz. So I find it pretty useful. Nice. I bet if you have it all the way down, it probably can you can get into just kind of overdrive-y. To exactly, sound, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could roll your volume down on your guitar a little bit. Nice. As well, so. Right on, right on. What's next? So next for me would be the... I call it Ryra. Um, it's probably yeah, it's Rockier Repaired Amp. They're uh, Klon Clone. Okay. So, haven't played an original Klon, 
but uh, once I got this thing, it's awesome. It, uh, it I feel like it really keeps your sound of your guitar mm-hmm. still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do crank the gain pretty far up on it, so I don't really use it as a boost. It's more of really pushing nice. the gain on that. So do you use it to push other pedals, or is that like a, a color pedal for you? I guess kind of maybe like a color pedal. Like um, I use most of the gain from my amp, but um, it, it pushes it just where I want it. And what was the, what was the name of that again? It's Rockier Repaired Amp, so it's R Y R A. R Y R A clone, 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 clone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that, and I imagine that was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen. All right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This has um, almost like a uh, an Art Deco version of um, the Archer on the front of that. It's kind of yeah. interesting. Um, it actually reminded me of the, um, uh, the Catalan bread, um, echo wreck, uh, oh, yeah. you know, with the, the same kind of artwork on it and it's, and it's gold too. So, um, interesting. So you, you really dig that. And that's a, that's a crazy good price. Those are sub 200 pedals, sub $200 pedals, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome price for it. Nice. Nice. Uh, do you know, uh, how, does it have any modifications like, does it have is the volume boosted is the drive boosted or anything like that uh from my understanding it's like a pretty much straight ahead clone okay gotcha so i don't, I don't think they've done too much to it interesting all right the ryra r-y-a r-y-r-a clone k-l-o-n-e hmm. so they skipped yeah. clone clone and just said no it's just a clone with a k yeah uh, that's cool all right what's next so next for me would be uh, just a simple phase 90 um i like phasers man i don't know what to say i found the phase 90 stuck with it and uh works for me yeah man that's is that like a vintage one or i uh, no, no it's not a vintage one just uh, a few i think a few years old the one that i have but yeah that's it, mick Ralph's sound of the 70s of bad company yeah that's what he used yeah and uh you wouldn't know would you todd and Eddie Van Halen and some yeah, um, <laughs> a couple of other new yeah, names, a few others. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, <laughs> lead with obscurity—that's what I say. Do you use the phaser in a in an always kind of like just barely there, always on? Or no, or like no. When I do on? use it, I definitely go full on. Cool. Okay, yeah. that's right. And uh, what's number four? So number four is a, a Boss TR2. Okay. Uh, pretty basic tremolo, but again, it checks all the boxes. Works for me. Um, that's something that I actually do when I do use it. That's cranked up too. Uh, you mean the effect of it? Because that doesn't have a volume on it, does it? No. So it's, yeah, just like the full effect, almost all the ner- the knobs turned. Yeah, okay. I think it just cranked up. So rate and. Uh... Yeah, that's yeah. that's the way I use uh, well to punch in on a couple of our tunes. Like I want a full on helicopter chop. I, I think paired wave. actually with the sorry, uh, paired with the uh, fuzz bender. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that probably sounds really really cool. You could probably sit on that so it doesn't actually sound like a punch in, but just like a, a you know just like a back sound. Yeah, uh, that's yep. neat. Right on. Well, that's a nice little uh, setup. What kind of pedal board are you using, by the way? 
Uh, I'm using the uh, Temple Audio, the Duo 17. Nice. And have you always, has that been like your go-to, the Temple? No, actually I switched to that probably a couple months ago. What what made you switch? Uh, more pedals, adding more pedals. <laughs> yeah, I needed, I needed the room. Um, plus, I thought they looked looked good. So, and do you use the plates that uh, you're supposed to use on them, or do you just zip tie them down? Um, I actually just use the regular dual lock. Okay, just like any other pedal board. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the temple. Those. I, I mean, I know that. It was a really unique idea and certainly a way to absolutely secure them, those those uh, little metal backers that kind of fit the holes like Legos. Um, but uh, I actually got a pedal that had one stuck to it, and I mean, I almost broke the dang pedal trying to get that thing off. I was like, this is crazy pants mm. here. I mean, unless it's like, nope, that's the... That's the board. That's not gonna, <laughs> you know. All my pedals are gonna go on this board for life. Then go for it. Um, so yeah, and the, the dual lock is a, is a really nice uh, alternate to the Velcro. Yeah, I agree. I, I never really got it at first, and I, I I switched to that out of the Velcro. And I was like, makes sense. I get it now. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. And the temp. What's uh, one really nice thing about the temple boards is that they're super super light. Yeah, they crazy are. light. Good for gigging. I'm actually got my eyes peeled for something maybe new in that realm um, that doesn't weigh a ton, um, a little bit smaller than the one that I uh, was using for the the tone knob uh, wedge for, for a long time. But uh, anyways. Maybe I should check one of those out and throw some dual lock like our friend Adam. Why not, right? <laughs> you should. All right. Well, thanks a lot for sharing that with us. Um, we want to find out a little bit more about Adam, what makes him tick, what makes him, why did he raise his hand and say, yes, yes. guitar knobs, you guys, and probably a lot of others, too. <laughs> um, so, Adam, you are currently, are you a pretty active guitar player? Yeah, I'm mostly kind of just uh, like a bedroom player right now. Mm. Um, in the past, I was in bands and such, but uh, now it's just kind of like for fun thing. Yeah, it is. I can honestly say it is one of the toughest things to um, book gigs in other people's bedrooms. That is, it just they're not really receptive <laughs> to that. I find, at least me. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, but it's, maybe it's limited space too. Limited you can't space, get a lot of yeah, people in there. Audience of one usually. It's. So, yeah, my wife's not into it. <laughs> I keep trying to play, but you know, she's like, I don't, don't want to see this concert at all. <laughs> I've seen this. This is going nowhere. <laughs> uh, so, uh, tell, let's let's uh, learn about, a little bit about your gear first. How about that? Since we're all talking about gear, cool stuff. Um, what is your uh, your rig du jour? So the uh, the main rig I'm using right now is uh, it's a Marshall DSL uh, one head. Nice. So that's a one watt, um, and I've got a black star that's a one, one watt head. Yeah, it's oh, a I bedroom. Didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, so I can definitely get it to break up at a, at a fairly low volume. Uh huh. So so that way I'm not getting in trouble. What now? What kind of uh, what what kind of cabinet do you? play that through uh, it's just a, a black star uh one by 12 i actually uh never opened it so i don't know the speaker in it but oh 
All right. Well, that's cool. As long as the sound you're getting out of it, you like it. Doesn't yeah, really it works matter. for me, so I've never bothered to change it. How about guitar? Ah. What was your first guitar, man? Ooh. My well, wait, first wait, guitar. Hey, wait, wait, now, we're talking now, about his current rig. rig. That's current, a different thing. Rig. You gotta wait. Hold on. Wait. Hold on, Jared. Hold never, I'm holding I'll never back. have a valid question. Hold on the show. Hold him back. Uh, Let's start with your current. Uh, what's your uh, your your number my, one? Lead you astray. My number one is a uh, Reverend Double Agent OG. Nice. Oh, is that what you have, Jared? Yeah, I've got that one, and I have the well, just uh, that Rick one. Vito. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Uh, what color is it? No, I have a six gun. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, six gun. Okay. It's like uh, it's the green. I think it's like Alpine. I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is what they call it. What so, what uh, drew what uh, drew you to that particular guitar? Does it have a rail hammer pickup in? It doesn't. It's got the um, just their their branded um, humbucker and uh, P90 in the neck. Nice. Yeah, so, those those are great guitars. I mean, I've you know, uh, early on in you know, when they were still making them in the United States, I had uh, a, a Reverend Spy, which I thought was just a cool guitar. Uh, but then they introduced their uh, their import line. And I mean, I honestly can't. I've, I've never seen one that has you know finish flaws or anything. I mean, it's they're just well-made guitars. They're set up in the USA. Yeah, they do. The new they, ones are, and they they're just they're just as good. They're lighter too than the old phenolic bodies. Yeah, and they sound brighter too. But uh, no, nah, that's a good choice. Yeah, owner and the uh, founder are are cool dudes. They're approachable people too. Yeah, so nice. so what uh, you were looking – I'm just curious. What made you get that? Uh, I pretty much went on looks, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I was looking at a, a few other guitars, and this one just kind of caught my eye. Um, tried it out. Played great. Sounded good. So that's all I needed. Yeah, well, it's a unique shape too, which is kind of cool. L- yeah. Lots of little doohickeys on there to play around with. <laughs> doohickeys. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the bass contour knob that's, actually. Yeah, that's that's yeah. they're known for. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so you got the the uh, the OG style or the W? The OG. Okay, right on. Um, and for those of you who don't know what that is, that's uh, it's it's like Telecaster controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and sort of like an offset very round telecaster it's like a cross between a it's like a telepol it's like an offset telepol is that fair what do you think adam yeah yeah i would say that yeah okay yeah it's like just someone left it out in the sun too long or something (laughs) maple did you say it had a did we go talk about the fret fretboard details it is a is it a maple or a roasted maple or rosewood Ah, uh, it's, it's the roasted maple. Rosewood. Ooh, nice. Roasted maple. Yeah, I've got yeah. one of those. It's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Yep. Right on. Uh, so uh, you have uh, number two, uh, or is it? You, you, tell us about one. your other guitars. Let's yeah. do that. So uh, right now, one other guitar. Um, it's uh, an Arbor. Uh, that's like a Les Paul style. Um, every time I come across one, I pick them up. I know they're. Uh, it's like an import copy. I think they were kind of a little bit bigger in the 80s. Mm-hmm. They were old. Oh. Those are old copies, man. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You still have one. Yeah, so they're uh, they're nice and heavy. Play good. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> it can be you prefer a, a heavier guitar? I 
Yeah, I do. Yeah. The, the Reverend's not that heavy, but. Does it sound good? The Arbor, does it sound good? Yeah, yeah, I think it does. Okay. Yeah, I've had I've had a couple of them, so I got that less that less ball style now. Right. Um, previously to that, I had uh, one of their uh, flying V styles. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, interesting. And what kind of music do you tend to lean to? Uh, I lean more towards kind of the stoner rock type stuff. So, thus your Instagram handle. Like yeah, fish. Yeah, like fish. <laughs> yeah. The band. Um, yeah, just like fish, yep. Yeah. No, I, I think more like a desert desert yeah. stoner, not not hippie stoner. Oh. No, yeah, more more the okay. desert stuff like Okay, uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, like uh I like to say like low and slow. Yeah. I didn't know there was thing. a difference. I'm, yeah. I'm... Um now are you let me ask you this. Uh okay. Are you Caius or are you Queens? Oh, um, that's tough. <laughs> that's tough for sure. Because instrumentally, I yeah. prefer Caius. Oh. Um, but I think the vocals are better with Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Okay. And if you guys, if anybody out there is like, what's what's a Caius? What's a cool Queens of the Stone Age? Uh, Josh, the lead uh, singer, uh, his previous band Caius was one of the 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 early uh risers of that sort of socal desert stoner genre yeah um neato uh so how did you fall into well first and actually let's go let's let's dip into your involvement in the guitar community right now you are a grand poobah which means you are the highest level supporter on our show um but aside from that most people at that level aren't just isolated by themselves, nothing else going on. I, uh, tell us about your, how you've connected with the community. Yeah, so I, I really try to participate in as many like forums and stuff that I can. Um, obviously, a lot of Instagram stuff, so seeing all the all different pedal boards and all the new things and everything coming out. Um, that's probably mostly it um i try just try to keep up on everything that i can what, um, what tends to, to grab your attention and excite you the most uh, uh when you're looking around in the community well i think the biggest thing about the community is is how supportive everyone is it's real surprising especially when you guys will have um a builder on and they'll mention another builder Mm-hmm. That's that's well known. That's that's helped them out. So that's just awesome to see that where there's no trade secrets and everyone's kind of willing to to help each other. Yes, yeah. So that's that's a hundred percent true. Um, and it's cool because it's it's something that we never get tired of hearing. But almost everybody that comes on the show echoes that. So to those people who might be new to the show new to the guitar community, maybe you're just starting out playing guitar. Or maybe uh, you've, you know, found the show, because you're obviously listening right now, and uh, you, you maybe not have been connected. I guarantee you this is a community, especially our audience. I will just, I can vouch for our audience. I can't vouch for anybody else's. But I can vouch for our audience that, you know, when you start commenting on on 
people's posts or uh, you know just joining a stream of consciousness within like Adam like you said like within a forum or whatever um, it, it people are nothing but helpful they're responsive and I really have not seen too much of any uh, nonsense um, you know any kind of uh, it just makes you feel welcome and that's hard to do in today's society. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's we're m- more and more isolated. So this is a it's a great place to be able to feel like, hey, I'm at whether you're, you know, digitally there or in person, I'm I've I've got people that I can uh, associate with that that are, are like minded. And I think that's uh, it's a good thing to have. Yeah. So. You mentioned forums and stuff. What, uh, like, are there any special ones that you actually spend a lot of time on you want to share with the uh, audience? Probably, like, uh, the Guitar Pedals uh, subreddit. Okay. I would say. Um, that one's got exactly what you're talking about, like, everyone's sharing and being helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will come on with, with questions that may seem like a noob I guess, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. thing, but everyone supports them. That's you know, yeah. no, no one's giving anybody a hard time. Um, There's a lot of good stuff on on Reddit for guitars. Um, it, for if you haven't dipped into Reddit, you know, it's worth a worth a gander, especially for the guitars and pedals stuff. You can really get deep into specific things that you like. You know, um, especially if you have a particular guitar you love, like if let's say like you've got a a BC Rich, oh, you're gonna find people who love BC Riches too, so you can hang out and have a little digital party there. <laughs> a digital party, yeah, exactly. Um, have you? Do you have any builders in particular that you are especially fond of, or that you're hoping to um, maybe get gear from at some point? Yeah, so there's there's definitely some builders that. I think their pedals look great. I've yet to try them, but I'm sure they sound good. Um, since I'm kind of into the the doom and like stoner rock stuff, uh, Fuzz Lord mm-hmm. effects. Mm-hmm. Um, waiting to pick something up from them. Uh, I think it's great what they're doing. The pedals look really cool. He's really and active then, and helpful in the community too. He shares out a lot of what he's doing. Um, exactly. We actually been in contact a few times. Like, let's do the show. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> well, it'll happen at some point, you know. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. So let's go yeah. back to the very beginning. How did you get started with uh, with music and guitar playing in general? Yeah, so so music really started um, when I was younger. I used to go to a lot of uh, classic car shows. Hmm. So my uh, my stepdad who builds hot rods, restores them, and everything. So I'd always spend every weekend weekend at those car shows and you have obviously Wait, what like is the, he build uh hot rods <laughs> <laughs> why did i say that one with the boston accent no but you you, you, you gotta get i mean so that's a gimme right there right hot rods yeah <laughs> oh. i guess it, it only sneaks in there <laughs> once in a while i don't know but uh yeah so so the whole hot rod thing is obviously all the songs about cars i mean you got beach boys and stuff like that so that made me really kind of start being aware of music and that culture um from there uh 
actually met um, an- another kid at the car show. was about the same age and uh, skateboarding. He introduced me to skateboarding. So from there, obviously turned into all the music with that. Do you remember what, what, what were some of the uh, initial ones that you got into? It's interesting to see when people get into skateboarding what they gravitate to because there's like a whole that's a whole other thing. So I did the same thing. So I'm curious to know where where you went. Well, I was um really what what kind of stuck out to me um, was more like kind of I guess you could say like the punk mm-hmm. end of it, punk hardcore stuff. So yep. like uh, like Black Flag. Yep. Things like that, you know, whether it's just from seeing people in skate video wearing shirts of like other bands. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, what's that? So, you know, so I'd, I'd try to do as much research as I could at the time. Yeah. Um, and that led me obviously down the uh, the rabbit hole for that. Very cool. Which then graduated you into? Oh, into, uh, I was definitely part of kind of like that new metal scene. Okay. Um, Lots so of wristbands. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I got, um, I actually started out playing bass. So and the reason I did that was uh, I was really into corn. Ah. And like it was just blowing my mind how the way that the bassist was playing. Uh huh. So I've never seen anything like that. Um, so I picked up a bass and then uh, played in a couple bands with that and kind of got jealous of the guitarist. So picked up a guitar. Interesting. <laughs> I got a funny corn story for you, real quick. Uh, so, where I grew up in Costa Mesa, uh, Costa Mesa area in California, um, when it was like, I think it might have actually been their very first show. So, this little tiny place called Club Mesa, and we had just finished up with a couple of our other friends. Smallest stage you've ever seen in the world. And then these guys get up there, and they're all in like these like jumpsuits. You know, like okay, yep, and, and they they were all duct taped up and everything, and the whole thing was like, ah, we're crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and the music was not like super awesome or anything. We're like, what the hell is this, right? <laughs> and they had a you know, it was it was before they had cut their whole album or anything, so they only they only had a handful of tunes, and uh, and it was just like we're like, what is this? What is this? And then and then. Then they started getting more shows. The following one, uh, at the time, there was this really cool uh, club. It wasn't really a club. It was like a hall in this Italian restaurant. (laughs) And at night, they would do like, you know, like uh, club whatever, you know. Uh, And at this particular show, uh, there was a band called the Shrinky Dinks, which later became Sugar Ray. Ah. And they were they were opening up for this band called Corn, so, so you got Mark McGrath up there with this like handheld mirror doing like Morris Day in the Time kind of stuff, <laughs> and then Corn. Well, the bass player of Corn, who you just mentioned, um, recognized me from the other show, and I was standing there, and and uh, he goes, "Hey, man." can you do the lights? And he handed me this little control box, like a remote control. And he's, I'll buy you a pitch of beer. So I mean, yeah, yeah, go get the beer first. Oh <laughs> so my God. He got, he got a pitch of beer and I sat there and I said, I'm going to, I'm going to time it to your playing. And it was really fun. I was like, I was doing the lights to go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's a cool story. Is that nice. on your resume? No, it's not, but it hundred <laughs> percent happened. I don't believe yeah. it. Anyways, uh, 
So there you go. There's a little corn story, everybody. Um, you know what they say about corn? No. Goes anyway, in, the, goes yeah, in I, corn. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say no? I of didn't course need I know any that. corn. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So you're in the new metal scene. So you're a bass player, and then you move into. Um, did you did you just get tired of playing bass, or what happened? Yeah, just. I mean, I guess I got a little. I don't want to say bored because there's obviously so much that you could do with it. You could be on a insane levels, but it just seemed like so much more fun playing guitar. Like the, to me, there's more you could do with it. Um, at least that you would be able to pull out of a song and recognize easy. Mm-hmm. So I'd like, it'd be the point where like I'd show someone a baseline from a song that I know, or they might even know, and they wouldn't have any idea what it is. But if you play the guitar riff, they'll know it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a little harder to do with bass sometimes. Yeah. Interesting. So um, what was the next uh, leap into where, where you kind of transitioned? What is, is there any particular bands that were making you want that or any kind of uh, players and individual players that, that were really inspiring you? I really, um, once I started kind of moving out of the new metal stuff, I really got into a lot of the some of the bands from Massachusetts anyway. So you'd have like, uh, I guess you'd call it metal, like more towards metalcore, but um, like Killswitch Engage, mm-hmm. um, Unearth, stuff like that. And that uh, that led me even deeper into the Massachusetts stuff, like uh, Converge. And uh, all the Massachusetts you- guys are like, yeah, Converge, <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah. Mass metal. Yeah. Yep. So Converge, uh, Dillinger Skate Plan, uh-huh. that me like that style made me get into uh, a little more like technical stuff, and uh, somehow I stopped doing that and and went with the stoner stuff as far as like slow riffs, slow heavy yeah, riffs. That's kind of so a kind of took a different kind of turn. A left turn there, isn't it? Yeah. I think I think what did it for He's me got tired was, of being uh, angry or <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> pretty much so. What did it for me was uh, the sword. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got I got really into them. Um, that's actually when I first heard about Reverend because I know uh, Kyle Shut from the Sword has a signature mm-hmm, uh, model mm-hmm. with them. Um, I saw an ad for that, and I guess that's probably how I always get my eye out for a Reverend. So when I saw one, picked it up, loved it, played it. Right on, and it. Uh- so is he like a major influence for, I'm assuming for you? Yeah. Yeah. For the stuff I like to play now, for sure. Yeah. Any new stuff that you're really gravitating to that maybe, maybe other people might not know that you want to share? Uh, there's, um, another band, I guess, kind of in a, in a similar vein, uh, actually from my area again. So I keep dropping the Massachusetts stuff, but I would say, Elder is great. Elders, yeah, Elder. All right, and is that uh, like like the uh, stoner rock, or is it more like kind of East Coast metal? Uh, more to more, I guess the stoner rock stuff. Maybe a little more atmospheric type parts. Mm-hmm. Now I got a question when when you started to get into like new metal, so to speak. At any point, did you? Yeah, you know, assuming you kind of skipped past like Judas Priest and all that 
you know, that kind of era. Did you ever kind of go back to any of that, like roots of this stuff or? Uh, at that time, at that original time when I was getting into like the new metal, not really, but, um, what really got me going in the past, I would say would have to be obviously Black Sabbath. I think that's where not only a lot of metal comes from, but that's kind of stoner. Yeah, um, for sure. Stoner vibe. So again, the riffs are slower, um, a little more groovy, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're obviously a huge influence on that stoner genre. Pretty much any band that tries to sound like Sabbath, I like. Yeah. In my first band in Costa Mesa, um, we did a we did a show, and I said I, I really wanted to to play a uh, this tune, <laughs> and <laughs> I, it was one of my favorites. It's, it's probably my favorite Black Sabbath tune, Supernaut. And yeah, um, I I learned all of it except <laughs> except the solo because I was I couldn't do it, <laughs> so I just. I was up there and I just kind of went, <laughs> I had a little fit and then, so I back to the riff. <laughs> oh, can, you play boy. It, can you play it today? No, I, I mean, I don't know. I actually, actually, I don't know. I haven't played it in a long, long time. Just learn it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm sure I could. It's mostly bends and wheelie, 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 you know. You can do repeating it. Repeating wheelie, wheelie. You need plastic fingertips. Yes, that's the key. That's why I couldn't do it. See, I had an excuse. Tony Iommi. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. So you are now, wh- where are you kind of now with everything? Are you still in that? Are you, are you exploring new, new styles or is, is your gear influencing what you're doing? Well, definitely still in that genre for sure. I just can't seem to leave it. It's the funnest to play for me. <laughs> so. I kind of feel like some of my gear doesn't reflect that, though, because mm. uh, you'd usually have like really heavy fuzz or you've got really huge, loud amps. Um, yeah. You know, like the old like orange thing, mad amp and, and stuff like that. But uh, I do find myself using a little bit less gain than I used to. Interesting. Is that uh, just because it's too loud in the room or you just want you're trying to get more clarity out of your playing yeah yeah i'm trying to get a little more clarity out of my playing trying to uh broaden my horizons a little bit nice well good for you little john denver will do that for you Ah. Uh, (laughs) sunshine on my shoulders interesting yes or michael mcdonald yeah Uh, all right so here comes the million dollar question tony's gonna ask it and it may not even cost you a million dollars if you could have any piece of gear what would you choose let's say guitar first yeah guitar first let's go through the rig okay any guitar pick one all right uh i'd probably do the kyle shut uh reverend nice his signature that's attainable yes let's do it yeah Yeah. how about how about if you were suddenly given um a small uh uh satchel containing the famed bitcoins unobtainium (laughs) it'd have to be probably uh probably a tony iomi uh sg for sure nice the monkey Mm -hmm. there you go there you go how about amps if you could have any amp in the world 
Uh, any small. amp in the world. So, again, I keep hopping on the uh, the Kyle Shutt thing, but I know for a while he toured with uh, this amp. I believe it was called like the Big Crunch. Um, it was a one knob. Mm. Um, just volume. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Apparently, yeah. that's all you need. Yes. I can yeah. work that. So, I, I think it looked awesome. Anything with one knob just looks cool to me. So, it'd be that one. Okay. Dig it. I can, I, you, you have a theme going. Yeah. That's, that's for certain. Well, right on, man. Um, so as a person in the, in the industry that we're in, in the, or in the, not the industry, but the, uh, the community that we're in rather, um, you have talked with, you've seen, you've heard, you've perused many builders and lots of, lots of friends. Um, if I give you the floor, um, what would you, anything you want to share with everybody? Yeah, there's actually, um, I guess kind of like a little bit of a shout out to another, uh, Grand Poobah, if I could do that. Yeah, do yes. it. Um, Corey Nigro, actually. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a story with that. So I went into this awesome store called Guitar Pedal Shop in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Um, I had one of my sons there. He's two years old, so he was a little acting a little crazy. Um, but I had someone help me. Um, was very, very patient with my kid, kind of uh, being loud. So, also gave me awesome advice on a couple pedals that I was looking for. Um, ended up picking up an EP booster. Um, later on, once I went home, I kind of clicked in my head that uh, that was Corey. So I sent him a message, hey, thank you for, <laughs> you know, for so much help and everything like that. So it's it's just cool to meet another Grand Poobah, especially one that's real helpful. So a little shout out to him. Yes, the Carpenter from Boston. Yeah. Huge support of the show. Good dude, man. Yeah. Had a few times, yep. Yeah, so it's cool, it's cool to meet other people that are, that are involved. And uh, Wouldn't it have been fun if both of you guys were wearing your guitar knob shirts? Yeah, that would have been cool. Oh, then you better like, wait a minute. The fezes would have been better. Oh, yeah, that, well, it would have been probably embarrassing, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, it would have been better. Mm. Yeah. And then there's um, uh, another local builder from Worcester. It's uh, Warlock Cabinets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, th- I think he's making really awesome work, um, especially, again, towards like that stone or rock doom type Wh- style. I don't know Actually, what it is with the builders of those, like you know, like Atlas and Warlocks. Like, oh my goodness, yeah. they're they're using that mahogany from that that Tony got. Like <laughs> this insane, the builds that go into that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's again like it just looks heavy, you know. Um, but yeah, actually, I have a little uh, orange micro terror, and um, I had him build like a, a head cabinet for that to make mm. it look like a full size amp. <laughs> um, so yeah, That's so clever. shout out. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> uh, is it like a little tiny tab of Velcro holding it in on the inside or? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Well, thank you, man. I, I, I appreciate you giving props to, to people out there. I appreciate you supporting our show and um, sharing your guitar life with with the others that um you encounter out there in the uh and the forums and on insta and all that business and um it's it's uh we're honored to have you as a as a poobah man 
Well, thanks. I really appreciate it. I, th- I think what you guys do for the community is huge. Yeah, so. we we really appreciate it. I mean, every I mean, all of our sponsors, but you know, every it's it's just so nice to be able to talk to you and get a little more background information on you. So that's yeah, that's always good for sure. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, Adam, hop in the El Camino with us. We're heading over to Jared's house to pick him up. Did you remember to put gas in the tank this time? I did. Very I did. Good. Yes. Um, and it's a it's a bench seat, uh, and it's just Jared. <laughs> Jared, you guys never cease to amaze me with the insults hurled at me about my what are you talking about? Big fat belly <laughs> that I do have. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome He's to the. Not, what does that fat. have to do with a bench seat? You are not fat. Because you are a. You are just a big dude. A monument. You're if not you fat. Will. So come on in to the El Camino, my fat El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> to the sparkly world of. Would you rather? That has been missed, by the way. I, I will say we've oh, done a yeah. crap job the last couple times. Yeah. So thank you. Not oh, good. Not good. That was good. What yeah, we did was but, not yeah. good. Oh, sorry, man. So you have a gig with your band, and it's it's a fairly pop, you know, it's 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 a local gig, but it's a it's a hop hopping spot. It is, and it's a corporate, it's paying you it's, so it's paying, not a bedroom gig? It's no, it's not. It's okay. a twenty thousand dollar gig. Whoa. Each. Each you each get twenty grand. Each. It's it's pretty big gig, man. It's for Dang. like it's for the county. At the How, fairgrounds. That's right. However, the not, big not our county, <laughs> right? So the big city, mm-hmm. about ten miles from that gig, is the Rolling Stones. Oh boy! And Ronnie Wood got sick and he can't play. Mm-hmm. So they call you up. They're like, "Hey, we we lost Ronnie. We we heard you were a, a great rhythm guitar player, and we need you to play for us tonight." But you know, we're only going to give you like, you know, a hundred bucks or <laughs> a five hundred bucks or a T-shirt, <laughs> and we'll sign whatever. So, would you rather mm. twenty grand with the band that you know what? I would say maybe ten, fifteen thousand people are going to be there, or would you rather go to the arena and play with the Stones for a few bucks? Dude, that's a great question. That's a great question. Because we all like money. Oh, man. But who doesn't like That's the stones? Gr- yeah, I love mm. stones. Mm. Uh, Do you like kidney stones? And no, but they seem to love me. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, okay. That's really tough. That's that's actually a really, really tough decision. <laughs> well, yeah, because if you, if you don't play your gig, you're going to piss off your current band. Yes. And lose and out a lot of money. Prob- Excuse me. I'll have another one, officer. <laughs> um, and, che- you know, you're never going to probably get called back. There's to- my mug. I've been looking for this for weeks. <laughs> you He's just, right here this whole time. Yeah, sorry. pulled a Go Jared. Ahead. <laughs> 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 mm, I'm, I'm just trying to work this through the gray matter to see. Because, you know, you're not probably going to get called back to the Rolling Stones again. But it would look nice feather in the cap. What an experience. The crowd, are you kidding me? Looking out to seeing that many people. A oh my gosh. Sea of people. A Looking sea over, of to, over to your left. Mick's giving you the old eyeball. 
Like you better. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. That's correct. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. All right. I don't think I want to piss off my band, so I'm taking the twenty grand. Oh, You've got to be kidding me! You're not gonna play with that stuff, dude. That's your like, that's your jam, like old '60s stuff. Dude. If it was the Kinks, maybe the King, or the Beatles, the Kinks, <laughs> the Kinks. Oh, golly! Well, the Stones are still there. The Beatles are half gone. Yes, exactly, half yeah. gone. <laughs> is well, Billy is Billy Preston still alive? Because he was a fifth Beatle oh, for a while. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, so well, uh, that's a, that's surprising. Yeah, well, you know, I thought about it because if you, you know, these if you're if you're getting that kind of a gig, chances are the band you're in is pretty good, and you know you don't want to upset your other band members. Yeah, you I mean, will they, receive some sort of credit though as the man who turned down to play with the Stones. Oh yeah, that would I mean that would definitely give you uh, band cred. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm still I'm, I would love to play with the Stones. But, you know, man, I just think, I think you got to stand by your band. Stand by yeah. your band. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Well, uh, let's see. Jared? Yeah, I, I made that too tough for myself. It's really hard. That's a really hard question. It's, it's difficult. I mean, it's, yeah. <sighs> Lead guitar player in the local band, rhythm player with the Stones, no money, and then 20 grand with the local. Uh, it's tough. I want to play with the Stones, but yeah, I don't know. You kind of helped me make up my mind. With That's what logic. I'm here for, Jared. I'm here yeah, to help you but, make up your mind. Uh, I don't know. I to make the right wanna... choice. <laughs> Come on. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna make the band mad, and I'm just gonna play with the Stones. Okay. I'm gonna ruin all that for. A few, you know, what, three hours with, the, I don't know, they're what, 70s? Maybe an hour with the Stones? But the, the, everyone's going to say, who is that yeah, giant man like, on stage yeah. <laughs> amongst like, all the Lilliputians? It's like an Iron Maiden show. It's, it's Eddie. Eddie. It, it's, you know how many... <laughs> it's you, Eddie. You, you know how many YouTube hits I'll get to? <laughs> man. That's, that's true. Uh, okay, let's see. Adam, how about yourself? That's hard, but I, I gotta stick with the band that I'm in. I gotta support Loyal. them. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yep. Stand by your band. I chose to do yeah. the Stones to make it harder for everybody else to get balance to the. You know, I, I, let's assume let's assume that I I actually can play well enough to play with the Stones. That's why I did say rhythm. I'm I I, I got to do that. I mean. <laughs> I love my band and right. and I'm usually the one who's complaining about like dude don't miss the show don't miss practice you've got to make sure you have the date da, 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 da. I'm I am driving that so this is when I say you know what everybody sorry you you, wow. <laughs> you can't earn your 20 grand tonight yeah hopefully your band isn't listening if to we're this, that good Todd. if we're that good and we're each getting 20 grand that night we'll get 20 grand again that's the way I look wow at it. yeah that's kind of it would, that would just be so epic. You you've been in the industry too long. Oh yeah, I'm so <laughs> deep in it. <laughs> well, it's like you know the dream of a baseball player playing in the major league. Mm. I mean, it's close to impossible. Yeah. So that's a tough one. 
Did you come up with that, Jared? I did. Off, That's amazing. Right off the bat. Wow. All right. Well, speaking right of right off, off the bat, bat, Tony, why don't you, uh, you got a, a few people to thank here. You know, Todd, at this point of the show, there's a special group of people that we love to thank. These are our executive producers. And as we talked a little bit about earlier, an executive producer helps make the podcast possible. It's really quite that simple. You might want to know how you can become an executive producer. Mm. Go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check out a couple of different levels in which you can participate. Become a sponsor, a patron of this very podcast. That's all you got to do. There's some really great thank you gifts that you receive. But there's one thing more, Jared. You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. And that's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers. That's right. Moon Guitars, Vader and Pedals, Drew Lopez, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D, Richard Kendall, Mark Garten, Matt Hart, James White, Justin Jones, Anthony Gemalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Doug Christ, Darren Gregory, John Anglin, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Yes. David Poe, Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, and new this week, welcome aboard, Mr. Eric Hammer. Eric! Welcome aboard. Right on. Thank you so much but for t- that. T- t- Todd, Todd, yeah. Todd, 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 please, please. You know, I know, I know you want to move along, but there's a very special group. Who? These are our grand poobas. Oh, yeah. We have to thank them twice as much. That's right. So special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igareda, David Kaminga. Brandon Wound Pickups. That's right. Hex Matos. Michio Murakishi. Bob Crouch. Jack Cadian. Sam Jett. Tyler Rines. Ellis J Music Company. John Williams. James Pennington. Adam Johnson? That's right. Hey, I know him. Steve Keys. Cody Foster. Science of Sound. Brian Robison, Jonathan Jerusik from 12th Hour Devices, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. And Eddie Serratos. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Brilliant. I love it. Thank you. We, uh, yeah, we've said it a million times. Your your contributions help so tremendously, and uh, they make us feel pretty dang good. Uh, on that note, we want to say a colossal thank you to uh, Adam for joining us tonight. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's absolutely my pleasure. Thank you, guys. You bet. And it was and a unipedal that I couldn't think of. The unipedal? Unipedal. It, it used that for your... <laughs> it's uh, a buffer amp. It is. Use it. Use it for your 
phase pedal. You're in phase 90. Okay. Well, whew. Sorry, glad about we that. cleared that up. I finally I, I got it right in the nick of time I appreciate before the that. show ended. All right, uh, now Adam, uh, you want to send anybody anywhere to go be friends with you online or whatever? Yeah, just on Instagram, it's uh, Foster Doom. Okay, done and done. Tony, head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the stuff I've got available there. Shoot me an email. Let me know what you need because I make custom pick guards. Um, yeah. Let's pick some materials. Let's talk about pickups. Let's just figure out something that's going to make your guitar look, sound, and feel great. You always do, buddy. I thank you. Right on. Jared? Find me on Instagram. It's the big long name, jared.allen.brandon. Ask me whatever you want. I don't care. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Anything. You can shoot me an email, Todd at theguitarnobs.com, and uh, you can DM me on Instagram. At Guitar Knobs, we'd love to hear from you. Send us your Would You Rathers, like that awesome one that Jared came up with, uh, to uh, pickle our brains and figure out what kind of crazy answer we will have. Um, and uh, be kind to your fellow people and reach out to some awesome guitar buddies out there. Have a fantastic guitar week, everybody, and subscribe! Yeah! yeah. Good to be back. Stuck right now to get brisket. Brisket. I always buy extra. I brisket a brisket of green and yellow basket. Who's that goober in the background? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, angst. No, music equipment. Uncle Chasse. Mine is bigger than yours. Okay. Two are on my list, and I keep... I keep, uh, keep forgetting, I gotta give them a call. Uh, how would you say that, Adam? An oddball size. That's really, that's the best you can do? <laughs> there's not enough, there's not enough R's Come in there on. Come on. Uh, yeah, all right, Close. we'll work on that. We'll, you, you work on your accent there, bud. <laughs> See what you got into? This is what you, you pay Look, we, we, we hired you to add color and to step up our, our, our range here, so we need your help. <laughs> All right, it's a wicked oddball. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. 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 Uh, now you're talking. Yeah. <laughs> We're not in love anymore. Keep forgetting things will never be the same again. Keep forgetting how you made it so clear. <laughs> I can't take it all with me. I like peanut butter. That's what we call it in the industry, plus ones. I call it plus shut your mouth. I like it. <laughs> uh, keep forgetting not in love anymore. I keep forgetting things will never be the same again. I keep forgetting. <laughs> My hemorrhoids are acting up. <laughs> Good to see you. Are you just telling him all that you all the things you have? Yeah, maybe he's interested. <laughs> you, but you, you gotta say that part. I have a 2008 Honda Element. Yes. I'll take it. No, but you how many, have. How many Marshalls? I vacuumed our house yesterday. Now you're seeing all the 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 dirty underbelly of what mm. we do. Here we go. I've got chicken in the that car. Shit. I got chicken that's melting in the car. Where are you? Hey, yo, hello. Saying you can only stay a while.
All right, what has changed? Eric Hammer. And I know it's hard for you to say the things that we both know are true. Is that the only change, <laughs> senior douchebag? What? Yes. Twinkies are good. You don't slap him. <laughs> that's why we have to sit on this I don't know why he thinks reach. that's No one else is showing up on my end On You didn't let us know That you are doing that Jared is sitting here like No, I got an extra piece of chicken in my car Oh, that's three a piece Keep it under the seat I have three chicken breasts out in my car I can bring in We can all have chicken breasts right now my kids are, are it's, it's, I'm driving my kids crazy because uh, now every time when I fart at home, I go, meow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. <laughs> I support that. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> oh, golly. It's a little uh, steamy in here right now. Mm. Yes. No help from the, the two... Uh, little gentleman on the side. <laughs> yes, uh, we've got a thermal. I a were thermal we little men. Index above us right now. Let me get some of this. Oh, man. What a wet diaper that was. <laughs> Boy. Sorry, man. <laughs> Sentimental fool. Sentimental fool. Gotta hold on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that was fun. Yes. But diggy diggy ding dong. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.